From Ben Franklin Studios in Queen Creek, Arizona, it's the Radio 201 Podcast. The four stages of a team are forming, norming, storming, and performing. And once you can have a leader that's actually adapted to the environment, you will get to the performing phase really quickly, and that is the goal. My dad was in the Marines, not the Air Force, but I think another thing is like teamwork. And that's a huge thing here. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Radio 201, the podcast from the computer lab at Benjamin Franklin High School. This is Angelo Fernando. So today I'm going to have as my guests some students who ran for elections and those who won as well. And that soundtrack, it's from Ali Padilla at Franklin's Got Talent this weekend. By the way, this is going to be the last show of Radio 201, but no fear, it's actually going to transition into a new kind of podcast, which I will explain a bit later. But first, what do we do in this class? Well, we talk a lot about technology, but we also talk about ethics and behavior when you're online. Sometimes that bleeds into humanitas, the virtue of the month for August. Interestingly, following closely on that was the student elections. Now the students who ran for elections were in this very class last year, which is why I brought them back. I'm Ryan Bourgeois and I was running for vice president and I told them that they should vote for me because on my poster I put I'm number one and I told them that I've worked very hard to get as close to that goal as possible and I believe that's everybody's goal in sports and school in general and life. I think that really helped my campaign but I still told them that I'm still working on it and I'm not perfect because nobody is. My campaign platform, this is Gavin Steele, was along the lines of I wanted to see change because there was none of that last year. And also, uh, the high schoolers run everything. As junior high, we don't get to do anything. I've been kicked out of three clubs because I wasn't in high school, and I was, I was annoyed with that. So I was, my goal was to get more clubs for the school, uh, for junior high at least, uh, to get a junior high GMF. That would have that been awesome. But I also implemented the strategy uh, known as RASCALS. It's a form of social proofing, which is actually a science. And RASCALS is, is actually an acronym, and I'm not sure what all of them stand for, but one of them, it essentially dumps down to people like people who like them. So by making my speech something around the fact that uh, I am a total goofball, um, people like that. like. People like someone who's funny rather than someone who's just entirely serious. Like, if I'm gonna walk up there and I'm gonna start lecturing about like calculus, everyone's gonna fall asleep. Like, no one wants it. I'm Olivia Turner and I was running for president. And my campaign was really just to show that I care about other people. Kind of that a lot of presidents like, win because like popularity or just because like, oh, this would be cool and like never actually put actions to their words in their speech or never show up to anything. So I basically just wanted to say that I will show up and I'll always be there. So like if you're ever having a rough day, then you can just come and talk to me because I'll fix it or I can help at least help you. 
So that's really what I wanted my campaign to be about, just helping other people. Now, I want to jump in and say that even though Olivia didn't win, she won, I think, the hearts and minds of people because she did something which nobody does usually in a campaign. And remember, I said this is going to be about clean elections, but I think this was also about fun elections. So I'm going to put Olivia on the spot and ask her if she can recreate what she did in her unique attempt with the speech. So me a rap? When I'm under pressure, pressure makes diamond 10,000 hours, I'm putting the time there, dim my light, but I know be shine. Following God and my intuition, I'm in on mission, the way that I'm living, living the future, I'm seeing the vision, just the beginning, you know I'm committed. Wow. What do you think of that, Mr. I President? Actually, uh, I actually, uh, as someone who attempts to rap, uh, <laughs> I think it was actually really good, and the way that it actually ties into the morals in your platform that you were running on is actually quite evident. The only problem that I had with it at all was when you did it during the speeches, I couldn't hear it. Yeah. So if, if I could have heard it, I would have been it. Are you saying that you would have voted for her instead? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> out, of, out of all of the presidential speeches, most interesting, 100% and as somebody who does like rapping and things like that, I, I, I really loved how you incorporated it into your speech and everything. I did get to hear it, unlike Gavin, but I was like, that's a good way to promote yourself. And the way you did it last year, it was so good. And I love how you keep doing that. So I wanted to say that, uh, you know, I've been observing elections in countries and various places. But usually people differentiate themselves, right? They like to say that, oh, vote for me because, and very often, politicians do this all the time, they think that they're different because they try to put somebody else down, right? They say, vote for me because this person is a goofball or this person is, is uh, incompetent. But none of you said that, and I, I thought that was great. Not that you would say that in school, but I think you can easily get into being snarky and, uh, you know, being trying to be facetious when you don't have to because I think you are all defined your own value. Like, Ryland, you were talking about sports, right? Can you just explain the sports that you do and how you uh, go about it? So, I play soccer, tennis, doing flag football, volleyball, used to do basketball, and... Um, I wanted to try golf too, but in sports in general, I think that your goal is, or the whole team's goal, like mainly is to win, but to win, you have to do your best and put an effort and work hard. We've all heard the saying, practice how you play. But um, I watched this TED talk of somebody saying, you should play how you practice because the way you work in practice is the way you're going to want to work on the field. So I think that in practice, everybody's goal is to be number one, to be noticed, to make sure that people are actually um, noticing what they're doing and how hard they're working. Okay, so let's move to Olivia since you're going to still be a representative, right? Can you 
just tell the audience, right, which is going to be mostly students, what would you do as a representative that would, you think, make a difference? I care about people. And if you're going to represent people or, like, be over people, then you have to be caring because then people will actually get to be heard. And if they're not heard, then they wouldn't want to vote for you or they wouldn't have a fun year. I know a lot of people, like, a lot of things happened last year, and I want to be that change. Which is something that all of you want to do. You want to implement change, right, from the bottom up of students. Yeah, I would say I totally can get behind what you're saying. I was vice president in fifth grade, and this doesn't have much to do with anything at all, but the president was the equivalent of Mr. Greer and the totalitarian simulation. It was really rough. Like, someone would throw out an idea, and she would just destroy it. It, w it was not good. So... As president, my goal this year is to make it so everybody's voice gets heard at some point. Like, as I said in my speech, I'm not going to get you Charmin Ultra Strong toilet paper. It's not going to happen. But, I mean, I can totally get some of your events to happen. So, I mean, I definitely understand the compassion aspect. It's and, good. And going with what Gavin said, when I was also in fifth grade, I was our secretary, and our president wasn't as bad. He definitely were open to ideas, but a couple, because of where we sat, it was kind of funny, but the way we set up our desks to face each other, a couple of people got ignored because not everybody could be seen, and the president was only really looking in one direction, and his eyesight like cut off a couple of kids, and I heard a couple of their ideas, and they were really good, and they could have been like school changing. Gotcha. Wow, this is at what grade was this? Fifth grade. Wow, so you at fifth grade, you were able to identify that the physical meeting itself was not helpful in collaborating, yeah, bringing together your ideas. Yeah, that's why I like the way we do meetings now is there's no official setup of the classroom. We all come into Miss. It's usually Miss Fulton's classroom or out in the courtyard. And we just basically just chill out and give our ideas. And we write them on the board. Everybody can be seen. Everybody can be heard. And we all talk to each other. And there's no assigned seating. Yeah, that's important. I'm going to put Gavin in the spot. You're going to have a, a guy with a military background or military interest in charge of you. How would he? be a good leader, I'll ask him to defend himself here. What would you bring from your cadet perspective into leadership here? I would say I am a senior enlisted rank right now. What the military practices is a form of discipline. So like, I'm not gonna be out here, I'm not telling you to do push-ups because your idea is bad. But I mean, all ideas are ideas. I'm not saying some are amazing and some are not like, they they all find, fall under ideas. But it's, I would say it's, it's just discipline, like, listening to other ideas is very important. Also, we practice a, an activity known as servant leadership, and it's where the leader, yeah, so the leader, they, they do what they're doing with the people that are under them. So it's almost like there is no leader. It's just like the team is working as a, as a group and they're actually, they're actually performing. So the four stages of a team are forming, norming, storming, and performing, and once you can have a leader that's actually adapted to the environment, you will get to the performing phase really quickly, and that is the goal. And I also come from a military background. My dad was in the Marines, not the Air Force, but I think another thing is like teamwork. 
and that's a huge thing here because everybody does it as a team you all go down as a team like even at the Air Force Academy if when you're making your beds if one person's bed isn't done everybody gets punished or like boot camp everybody goes through that together as a team we also have our awesome secretary Adrian here hi we brought in Adrian here because uh, he is also a very dynamic student with lots of ideas I know that because he's in my class and I hear a lot from him so Adrian we were asking them what they would do to make a difference in student council. And when you gave your speech, you said something, right? So can you remember what you said and just explain to the audience, like, why would your ideas be good for student council? Well, first of all, I was only, I was the only one that ran for secretary, but a, a lot of them, a lot of them voted for me. I think because I said I had um, I would listen to their ideas and bring it up at their meetings. Well, I think that's everybody's goal as a student officer because I feel like that's what's always worked in the past too. It was like everybody is always wanting to improve the school and make it better because as a school, as a society, as a people, we can always improve or enhance how we do things like, especially from like 10 years ago say. We've improved so much in our technology, in our science, and our medical field. So I think that's a big reason why everybody puts that in their speech. It's because that's like their main reason for joining Stugo, is to improve these kinds of things. It takes a certain mindset to get this done. It takes determination. If you're not going to put that in, there's no point in trying. Like Gavin said, if you're not, like for secretary, you got to take notes. If you're not willing to... Um, be ready, like listen well, or not wanting to write, then you can't like get the job done. You have to have like, the, as he said, determination to get it done. And that's why I felt like I put should should have put that in my speech, and I did. It's like that effort that everybody's gonna need in their campaign. I agree with that because everyone like tries to make things better and that's what they should do. Like what kind of mindset you have because you're trying to make things better like for the right reason. Like I asked a couple of people too after it. So I, was, I got my proof that this is really a popularity contest. So that's why you kind of have to incorporate some of that into your campaign. I would say that's the biggest problem with elections in general is people will label their ca uh, campaign platform as something, but then they'll just totally go left instead of going right like they advertised. So I would say if you're going to do something, if, you know, if you're going to say you're going to do something, then follow through with it. Be that guy. What do you like so much about this school, apart from the elections, that make you feel like you want to represent this school? You, this, you want this to be on your resume. You want to do something because you really like this place. I really like this school. Number one, the people here, kind of nice. Uh, second, the sports. I'm a huge sports fan, and this school got some amazing sports that I'm gonna try out for, like volleyball, soccer, and football. Just like all the work, like it's challenging, but not too hard. I like it here because there's a lot of like opportunities and the teachers here really care about you and want you to succeed. And uh, yeah, it's just a really good school. 
I would say environment entirely. Like I have gone through 12 different schools in my eight years of schooling solely because my mom's had to move around. So I, I've been to so many different places. I've been in Washington, I've been in Texas, I've, I've been back to Washington, and I've been in three schools in Arizona. And out of my three schools, this has been the best. It's been the only school where I've been able to skip a math because I could just figure it out. It's the only school where I could actually run for president and actually have some chance of winning because uh, the people here, they're, they're, they're all good people. I mean, um, and everyone here is actually really talented and it's cool to be around people like that because you can, you can improve off of them and they'll rub off on you and eventually, I mean, you're a changed person. Like I came here and I remember seventh grade orientation. First thing we're doing is the most weird icebreakers on the planet. So at my other schools, they just throw you into a bunch of uh, classes and you'd be like, cool, people make friends go but how so I thought that was a great opportunity the teachers alone are amazing like I had Miss Fulton last year awesome she allowed me to take the algebra final so I could be in geometry this year and I think that rocks and then the rest of the staff are amazing like I have made amazing bonds with all of the teachers that I had last year because by putting in that effort that we were just talking about they they see that and they recognize that awesome school 10 out of 10 yeah, I agree with them. All my other schools I've been to, they were like, they allowed phones, so everyone was on their phone anywhere you look, no communicating whatsoever, and they like make you actually like face-to-face, -face, talk to people, communicate with each other, um, play games with each other. I love the environment and the community of the school. Like, you go to like a football game here, like the crowd is just like wild. Like, you hang out with your friends there, like, hanging out with friends at lunch. Because you're not on your phone. They aren't on their phone. And you can just communicate and do stuff. I would definitely agree with both of you guys because, as Gavin was saying, like, iron sharpens iron. So if you're with someone who has, like, the same goal and mindset as you, then you're both going to elevate and you're both going to rise. And I agree with what Adrian said, because it's a lot better to like talk to someone face to face, like through the phone, you can actually experience the world around you and see that the school is like the change and wants to make you all better. 100%. Okay, so we got to wrap it up. This has been a long podcast, but I just love what you brought to the table and all your ideas. And uh, I guess it's a kind of good advice to not only these students here you're going to lead, but also to future students. So thank you once again for coming to the computer lab and being part of this podcast. Glad to be here. Yeah, me too. This is fun. So with that, I wrap up this series of Radio 201. Thank you so much for listening, especially to the end of this show. Remember I said, there's a new podcast I'm starting which covers a wider area than this. What topics am I talking about here? Let me give you an example here. I like to cover those blind spots that sometimes don't get covered enough in a school podcast, but it's related to everything that we talk about in school. Those areas like echo chambers and hacks, for example, or cybersecurity and conspiracy theories, even robotics and screen time, neuroscience, that kind of topic that come up in my class, but I just wanted to dig deeper, probe deeper, and bring it on the show. So what's the show called? Well, it's called Wide Angle. 
And though it sounds like a camera podcast, it's really not, obviously. It's about the wider implications of technology that we are surrounded by. I hope you like the show. So please bookmark this podcast and thank you.